You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. This is a quick tip episode, just an Enneagram short, helping you to discover what type ones want in marriage. And if you want our longer episodes on type one, make sure you visit from this season four, the deep dive episode on type one. And we also have an episode where I go type by type through every type with one in the first season of the podcast. And that was recently taken out of the Enneagram and Marriage vault historically and brought back out for the world to see. So you are in for a treat if you want even more about type ones or if you want to get even deeper into relationship study with me. We have monthly trainings going on right now for our collective. So make sure you check out enneagramandmarriage.com to find that, to find out about our goodies and so much more. Okay, so let's talk about what type ones want in marriage. If you're married to a one, you know that ones are five senses people. They are people who like order precision, and improvement. So if you are doing your best, they're appreciative. If you are somebody who is realizing that each day is a blessing and a gift and you're giving it your all or close to, they're impressed. Now, if they're not healthy, sometimes they might not see that you're doing your best and you can't let that stop you from doing your best. And you also don't want to enter into the downward spiral with them. They would much rather you bring them up out of that by just staying light and believing in yourself with confidence that you are doing your best if you are. They know that at the end of the day, you know better than them what you're capable of. So they don't want you to be checking in with them every minute as a parent. They want you to be confident. And if they say, I don't know if you did what you could have done today, they need to hear that you did. They don't want to list. They don't want you to be defending yourself all the time. But if they directly ask you, feel confident to say, yeah, this is what I did. I do show up. I'm a trustworthy human being and you know this about me. And understand that they have their moods because they are, like I said, five senses people. And sometimes they're overstimulated and overwhelmed by how much every single object in the world kind of stands out to them. Uh, And uh, some of them have sensory issues. So it stands out even more where they're like, I notice every little sound, every little chewing, every little road uh, that doesn't look properly engineered, every little space in our car that isn't as efficient as it could be. And it's this great gift because honestly, a lot of ones are engineers and people who are helping. I know my type one husband is medical and so he's finding these little nuances. So it's a super great gift, but it's like any superpower. It has to have some balance to it. So what we don't want you to do is go down with them into that space. Instead, just stay up, bring them up and be light. They want you to make them experience 
experience the lightness that you have, but they also, like I said, wouldn't want you to just be not doing your work or not improving the world in your way too. Um, Also, I want you guys to stand in if you're not the type of person who likes to do the work before the play. You might say, I work nights and I need to play first. Stand into your one and help them to see that and try to find a way that you guys can still connect because something that's really important to one in marriage is even if you have opposite schedules and they have to learn to live with the fact that you're resting while they're working and vice versa. Oftentimes when it's their time to rest and relax, if you're not there to pull them in, they won't do it at all. So it's nice to be able to say at least some of our schedule is coordinated so that you can be that person who pulls the one into their fun space and even into their artistic space. Because honestly, the ones have the 174 arrow and they really do enjoy at the heart of it all going to not just order precision improvement, not just fun and play, but also a heart of depth and a heart of artistry. So make sure you allow that space into your lives too. And you might decide, oh man, I got us tickets to a museum and I knew that we had the day off and I knew you were already working hard and I got it for a good deal. I mean, ones love to find things that were not wasteful, but bring them to that space and make sure that it's things that they would wanna do too. Sometimes you have to remember with a one that because their time is limited, because they want to not waste anything, that it's also okay to nuance with them what kinds of things they would like for you to plan. But many ones like that surprise factor at least a little bit once you've nuanced where you're like, oh yeah, I knew that you probably wouldn't take any time for yourself and I knew you were working hard. So this is what I have planned for us tonight. And make sure it's something that they feel like is good. Because if you say we're going to a heavy metal rock concert and you know that they don't like loud noises, then that's Maybe it's fun for you, but not for them. Or on the contrary, maybe they do love heavy metal rock concerts and so do you, then that's a perfect one. And I don't want to box anyone so tightly in that they wouldn't think that there's type ones who enjoy hard rock because I know somebody that does and uh, plays in a band. So it's super important that you figure out together what kinds of activities you like and that you take time for the one to be able to do that. They're going to thank you later. Oftentimes I have to take my spouse on a date who is a one and I have to just drag them out of the house not in a way that is an actual drag, but just, hey, it's time for our date, let's go. And then every single time, just about, I'm ready to go home and he's not. He's like, we're having so much fun. So just understand that people all work differently. No one is perfect. You're not perfect. So understand that about your one too. Also understand that another way they like to be loved is for you to encourage them specifically. They don't want to be encouraged with something that really just sounds cheesy and like not well thought out. Like, hey, great job at work today. But when you take time and you're thoughtful and you really compliment them on something that they actually did a good job at, they still might have an inner critic saying, I didn't do as well as I could have. But it's nice for them to hear that they did take some time. It's nice for them to hear that they were seen in what they did and that they were appreciated even if you didn't get to really see it. So that's really important too. Another last tip for your ones in relationship is to make sure that you guys are aware that they're in the anger triad and that they don't always know it themselves and they don't even like to admit it because anger wasn't always seen as something that they could 
really own up to as kids or be allowed to do. Um, Maybe they just don't feel comfortable with the word, but just understand they need a release. And it's not always going to be you two having it out. Like I said, that's not usually the best idea. They'd rather just have logical talks with you and not go into these emotional spaces that they can't control very well. What's better is that you notice and practice a daily self-care plan for them to release all that's on their shoulders and in their bodies. So that way they can just release it and now you guys can have a good time together. So I hope that's helpful to you. Like I said, make sure you check out our other Type 1 episodes. Make sure if you need more help with your type one. We have a number of Enneagram Marriage Certified Coaches on our website or check out our collective membership. We would love to have you there learning with us on Zoom and inside of our group as well. Okay, thanks. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramandMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.